John fell into a hole and found hidden gems and buried treasures. Listening to Hidden Gems and Buried Treasures here in Cam Glen Radio 107.9 FM. I am John Fell, your host for the next two hours. And then after myself, there's more rock with DJ GJ in the Symphonic Plated Show. 
That was a wonderful new track from uh, that. I don't know if it's been released yet. I haven't seen it about. It's from the Tigers of Pantang. If you hadn't already sort of guessed that, that was a track called Fire on the Horizon. And their new album is called Bloodlines. Wonderful band and one of the many guests we have had on the show in the past oh, six or seven years now. And we have guests tonight. We have live guests in the studio. We are going to have a live session from a Glasgow band who have been around for probably near enough about six or seven years now. I, I was trying to think back. And uh, one of the members, Charlie, a vocalist from the Swampborn Assassins, I am sure, was one of my first live guests here in the studio for an interview. But he's here tonight with another two gentlemen from the band. And they will be giving us some acoustic versions of Swampy Tunes, possibly from the past possibly from the future. So sit back in that old rocking chair, put those rocking slippers on, and bang your head to that wonderful rock sound. Every day ain't my day Easy street don't run my way Cross my heart and hope to spare The getting's good, but tell me what do I get Fooled me once, fooled you twice By myself, paradise Ring my bell, time will tell Someday soon, I'm gonna give them hell is too high for me to climb The river is too deep and it's too wide right? Out of sight, out of mind I get this way from time to time Right now it's too high for me to climb Oh, it's a little too high Fill my cup Wish me love Turn my frown Right side up Pills and milk Kiss of death Pawn shop slip Is all I got left That mountain is too high for me to climb The river is too deep and it's too wide Right now it's too high for me to climb 
from Burnhill to Newton, from Borough to Kirkhill. This is Cam Glen Radio, 107.9 FM. Your voice, your music, your station. And to myself, they are called Ebb and the Deadlights. And they hail from Belfast in Northern Ireland. Worst Irish accent I could come up with. Well, you're listening to Hidden Gems and Buried Treasures here in Cam Glen Radio, 107.9 FM. We are your local station. And tonight we have live guests. Yes, from Studio 2, we will be hearing some swamp music 
from the band whose name always makes me smile, the Swampborn Assassins. We have Charlie, Andy and Craig from the band and they will be giving us some acoustic versions, I presume, of some of their songs and maybe something different. I don't know. This is what it's enjoyable about live radio. You just don't know what you're going to get. Sounds like a bit like Forrest Gump. But hey-ho, that's the way it goes. But until they are ready, they are currently warming up next door, we'll have some more good music. We are your local station, 107.9 FM. Please do not change that dial. I 
far into a hole and found hidden gems and buried treasures.
new band for you tonight and a new tune that was Pit Lane Fire from London's Nitroville and before that we're back in time for a wee bit of classic Cinderella and Heartbreak Station you're listening to Hidden Gems and Buried Treasures here in Cam Glen Radio 107.9 FM it's about 20 past 7 at the moment and coming up shortly is the Swampborn Assassins live and acoustic from Studio 2 but before that since they're kind of a Got a kind of American theme to them, kind of southern theme, the Swamp Barn Assassins, what else could it be? Uh, I'm going to play a wee bit of southern music. We had a wee bit of Blackberry Smoke Away, second song in, Too High. They were in town the other week, didn't manage to get to see them this time, did see them the last time, excellent band live. So I'm going to play one which was meant to be coming, or the, the current version of was meant to be coming to these shores last year to Winterstorm and then never came at all, for whatever reasons. It's a wonderful... Molly Hatchet.
from Drumstaggart to Bankhead from Flemington to Fernhill and across the southeast of Glasgow. This is Cam Glen Radio 107.9 FM. Your voice, your music, your station. songs it stops like that that's a wonderful new single oh when we hide there mike from the wonderful skindred called set phasers well i said at the top of the show we have some guests tonight we have three gentlemen from the swamp born assassins glasgow's own charlie andy pause and craig good evening guys how are we 
Good evening. How you doing, John? Not bad, Charlie. Not bad. Good, good, good. Said earlier on, the last time you were in here, you were showing me your tattoos, and you've got a lot more now that I can see I know, than you had right, the last yeah, time. Right. <laughs> I can't, I can't, can't we any better cash I get? <laughs> can you get a tattoo? Uh, how are you, Mr. Paws? Good, aye. You're fine, bad. fine. Man of many bands. And I can't see new man Craig because he's round the corner. He's, he's hiding. I'm hiding. He's hiding, aye. <laughs> that's for the best. <laughs> and and, and just, for the the, just for the record, we have three their managers sitting in there as well. So we have four Swampies, really. Four, four, four in the studio, but three will be singing. Unless Fee's going to join in with backing vocals. No, she says. <laughs> <laughs> Not a chance. Right, Charlie, what are you going to play for us tonight? By the way. We're going to start off with a weeping tree. Um, then good, good, we're good. going to do an acoustic version of Blot Out the Sun, which is, <laughs> that should be fun. <laughs> <laughs> we never tried. I tried it at rehearsals the other night there, and it worked out no too bad, so it was pretty good. Then we're going to do uh, the old favourite Gator Hole. So. Ah, good, good, good. Well, I'll just sit back. You guys carry on. Good stuff, thank you. Well, we just go for it.
pay the I was enjoying that. I was singing along. I actually know the words to that one. <laughs> you should have given you a copy in, mate. You're done with the backing vocals. One of my favourites. One of my favourites, Charlie. So what's up next? Next one you um, said? We're going to do Blot Out the Sun ah, next. Ah, another, uh, another one I like. Yeah, so, so the one about um, taking care of the planet. And if we don't take care of the planet, we're all going to be in soapy bubble. Yep. Sort of thing, right? And the uh, soapy bubble may be a, a coin of phrase with the wheels. <laughs> um, so we're going to do that one next. Carry on. Right. Okay, blow out the sun. If time shake the wall These two the women Shakes out the leaves on the tree The moonshine that guides you in night 
brought out the sun Source with hammer, the shield and the lance. When will we ever learn? In the end of the year, the dawn. We will all come and see. We don't join hands. We gonna brought out the sun. Brought out the sun Fantastic Charlie If that's only the second time you've sung that song That's no bad Oh, we don't know bad, do you? Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 10 out of 10 for that one <laughs> <laughs> So we have one more from you And then come through for a wee chat Yeah, sure, right. man uh, yep. We've got an old favourite gear hole So we'll, yeah. we'll do, do this one right, um, Okay, here we go Oh, I'll I start this one up I keep on forgetting Take your soul, yeah. 
guys absolutely fantastic we'll let you de-plug whatever and then we'll get you in for a chat in the meantime we'll play a band who I know Mr Paws quite likes this is a wonderful heat
and found hidden gems and buried treasures.
Humanity Deluxe there, a new track from them. That was Get Up, Get Loud. Well, we have three quarters of the swamp people in the studio. Young Andrew has disappeared for a smoke. We're back by Healthy and Happy, and he's out having a cigarette. Well, I can't say anything else. <laughs> I've lost for words, but we do have in the studio at the moment, and he waits to make sure that he's put the guest mic. Right, there's one there, so somebody's going to be able to chat to me. Uh, I will rearrange the desk and get to the other one, which has not appeared for some reason. Where are we? There we go. We'll put this so we can hear Charlie and Craig, and if he wants to chip in with anything since Andy's gone. <laughs> Where are we? Guess two. <laughs> right, we have two guest mics, so fire away, guys. Say something, I can see if I can hear you. Hello, John, how you doing? Oh, done that up a bit more. Done can again. I use you? Oh, I can hear you. Yes, oh, we, yeah. can hear you. we can hear you. We can hear you. We're going, we're going. Fantastic. That was the voice of Charlie, vocalist. Hello. And the guy chuckling in the corner is new boy Craig. Well, so and See, working, go. that's fine. I'm and the thing, oh, and we're going to let Andrew come in. Come on, oh, one, 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 one. That's it. That's your, that's your lungs and exhaled again. Get back in here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm afraid to have to share a mic with with Craig if 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 you're if you're, that's okay. You're close. You're close now, anyway. <laughs> this is a small studio. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys, for coming into Cam Glen Radio. I have You're had welcome. Charlie in before, way, way, way back. I was trying to think back, Charlie, and I think you might have been the first live guest we ever had in the studio here on the show. I think it was that that, that, long, that long ago. So you have been going about six years then. That'd be about right, this band. Yes? Still going strong. Still going strong. I'm still walking. Okay, well, we'll take two years out because COVID kind of killed everything. So you could, you've been going four years, right? <laughs> We're down to four. Nice, <laughs> that was fantastic. I've heard of some of your acoustic stuff. You brought an acoustic week and an EP thing out as well. But I've never heard you actually play the acoustic in a studio or in a right. live setting. So okay. that was wonderful. Thank you very much for oh, coming you're in. Welcome. No, what's been happening to the band? Because you went to six, you went to seven, and now you're back to six because I believe somebody is no longer there. Well, we did have Davey coming in for a while doing some keyboards. Um, but David was, he's got a lot of projects on, and um, plus we were, we really want to take it back to basics, I think, for the next the next album, I think. Right. Uh -huh. So, um, so David couldn't, he couldn't really commit himself, so we were quite happy just to get back to basics, we right, and get, get do do our, what you do, just so simplify things again. Uh -huh. Yeah, I was getting too proggy, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's in more bands than me as well. <laughs> <laughs> well we are just discussing that, Andrew, while you were out having a cigarette. How many bands is Andy in now? Because I believe you're up in East Kilbride, I think, this weekend. Are you not? Uh, uh, oh, that was, uh, was that last week? Uh, last week there, that was last weekend. I missed you. <sighs> that was lucky. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's it's great to see you guys because it's a long time since I've spoken to you and seen you actually perform live. Because COVID did have a big hit on oh, everything that was yeah, going on, very, very bad. And it's great to see that you're still going strong and going. So you are recording a new album, you were saying, Charlie, or hinting at new stuff? We've got some things in, on the go. We've, we've, um, we've been rehearsing. We've got a couple of songs that are really good to go. Mm -hmm. um, and we've got more in the drawer, so to speak. Um, still to rehearse them out and jam them out and, right. and mm -hmm. make them all swampified, <laughs> so so to speak. Um, 
but we maybe hope to maybe try and get a, a single or an EP out or something um, right. and then hopefully not too distant future I was, I was talking to some bands and they're, they're saying to me you know they're, they're bringing out EPs sort of younger boys and they say oh no no it's not, it's not worth putting an album out and I feel that's a shame because uh-huh. it's, a, it's a terrible indication of the music industry nowadays you can't bring an album out because that's what I lived on when I was younger a band brought an album out that's what you bought you might have bought Aye. a single first but then you bought the album but if you only get yep. an EP it's a long time till you get something else in most cases Aye. EPs are not even the same these days it's all no, digital it's digital exactly uh, downloaded things so it's, it's, you, you remember the gramophones Charlie I don't I vaguely, I vaguely remember them <laughs> <laughs> I think Craig still got it. one. You? <laughs> <laughs> He's got everything else. A wax cylinder or I remember Charlie telling me what age he was the last time, and that was over six years ago. So Charlie, I'm not saying anything now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep, keep quiet. <laughs> uh, what's What's the future holding for the Swampborn Assassins? What's What's coming up? S- well, in the I, short I, term, I think it's you know sort of falling on for what Charlie was talking about there. We've uh, had COVID, you know, everything sort of you know sort of wound right down. That's how the acoustic sort of uh, track sort of came about, you know, the, 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 the acoustification, you know, <laughs> you want to the swampification, acoustification, <laughs> uh, how those songs came about, but also because you've had a lot of downtime, mm-hmm. there's been a lot of sort of messing about and sort of riffs came out and songs starting to shape up, you know, and that's what we're talking about, you know, like Latin EP. EP versus LP. Uh-huh. You know, then the <coughs> for all the time we've had in COVID, you know, there's easily like a, an LP's worth there. Ah, so right. we're really looking forward to doing. I'm looking forward to. Doing. I don't know about these guys. But <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> so, so you, you're the you're the new boy in the block since I, I last had booked them. What's your background music, Craig? Where did you? Background music. Well, how I ended up bumping with these guys is through Andy. Uh, sort of me Andy. I gig we were both playing it, um, and uh, at that time. We're looking for a, uh, somebody to, to step into the swamps. Um, and I can do it for a new episode. Step into the swamps. Into the swamps. <laughs> 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 well, he's been waiting to say that all day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all I'm saying is that it's, it's Andy's days look in his face as if I met him at a gig. <laughs> I was like that. And I wasn't playing. <laughs> no, I was playing. <laughs> so is that friendly enough for you? So, so is that friendly enough for you? So Andy quite liked my guitar sound, you know, which is uh, uh-huh. quite into, like, a lot of things, everything old school, and that's, you know, it follows on from the Charlie was talking about, you know, sort of things back to basics, and, and that's music to my ears. Two years, that's, that's, that's good to know. I'm trying to sort of bring a wee bit of that, you know, to the, uh, the swamps, where I'll, I'll, I'll play sort of slide guitar, I'll play open tuned, even in our, our electric set, I'll play that open tuned, and it gives it a sort of another dynamic, you know, it gives it another, makes it sound, you know, uh, sort of quite different from, a lot of other bands are, are, are out these days. It gives a, a wee sort of slight difference because back then, you used to go and see a lot. Nobody plays slide guitar anymore. You used to yeah. go and see bands, you, you know, and there was always really, really nice sort of slide players out there. And, you know, I, I, I could think of, you know, loads of folk, like, like Big George in the business, you know, sort of guys like that, you know, mm. but, you know people love that era, like the sort of, like the, look at the, the Piney Blues guys, the brothers. Rory Gallagher and they always played slides, you know, and it's, you mm. don't really see sort of them. Nobody's, that seems to be it's almost not forgotten, but it's you know it's, it's not as prominent as it once yeah, was. Yeah, no, I, I suppose that complements Charlie's harmonica. Yeah, absolutely. It's the same kind of vibe, yeah, yeah, that kind of that kind of sound. And it sort of suits me as well because it's an open tune guitar. And I only know four chords, you know. So it's, <laughs> <laughs> He's a frustrated yeah, bass player, then, is that what he's telling us? <laughs> That's how Andy hired him, didn't he? <laughs> he says, you're not outshine me. 
Not just standing in my parade. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> young Andrew. Uh, you're a man of many bands. I think Fee said seven at the moment. Back up uh, to seven. I think it was. I probably think it was back up to seven. It went like obviously COVID and stuff. So can you do stuff and then? Yeah. Um, aye, but it's like, I'm still still gigging all the time. Still gigging all the time. So I'm going to ask you. I mean, Swampburn Assassins have got their sound. I saw you with the Jimmy Anderson band one night. I remember many moons ago, and you're in various other sort of cover bands as well. How do you find changing your kind of style? Is, is that just simple for you? Well, I think I've been quite lucky in the sense that um, obviously there's a Gallus group that's a kind of tribute and stuff uh-huh. but um, obviously so you have to kind of learn the songs as they are but again like, I think a lot of times I've ended up in bands just just from um, from from my style I haven't felt like I've had uh-huh. to change myself a lot for any of the bands that I'm in like, um, but a lot of times people ask me to join a band it's because they like what I'm doing already which is, is lucky like, <laughs> um, I suppose but um, aye and it's just been available as well like, I've Kind of fell into the Jimmy Anderson thing through working with Peter uh-huh. uh, for Shop City and doing the Gallus Cooper thing. We went down to do a festival in Yarmouth, and at the time, the other guitar player was playing with Jimmy, and he needed a second guitarist. So I was down in Yarmouth that weekend anyway. So I had about three, four weeks. We weren't stalking him, Andy, no. I'm going to get his job. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I mean, I know a lot of people do stuff through social media and stuff, but uh-huh. like, there's a lot to be said just with anything related to music, like actually being. Yeah. They're in person and stuff. It's like See too that? many people rely on the social media side, mm. but it's like a lot of people say, Oh, how do you end up so many mm-hmm. bands? It's like, well, you can't just sit in the house and send out yeah. private messages to people or try and join bands. You just mm. need, you need to be out there on, on the circuit. You know, that you, you, you hit it nail on the head with about social media because one of my favourite guitarists all the time was Manny Charlton. And I hadn't seen him for years since he played with Nazareth. And I happened to pick up a paper one night, and I think it was a Thursday night, and there was a wee advert that said Manny Charlton's coming to Classic Grand. And that was it, it was two days before the gig. And I went there, and it was 40 folks, I'm not kidding you, it was two rows of 20 standing watching them. And I thought, for a, a guy who was so well-known in the 70s, and he came out and he played his heart out, I actually had a wee word with him outside <laughs> the gig beforehand, and I just thought that was terrible. And what had happened was I think his promoter had stuck him on Facebook. It was all Facebook stuff, and it was only at the last minute that somebody stick it in the paper. And I thought, for somebody his age, the age of his fans, a lot of them might not even know what Facebook was. And you're right, Andy, I think getting out there and seeing things, that's what always annoys me about people who go to gigs and don't turn up for a, a support band. How's any new bands ever going to get known? You know, it's, there's, the old Definitely. ones are going to finally die out eventually. And if rocks to continue, you've got to know what's out there. You've got to see what's going. Well, I think we'll stop there and we'll have a wee bit of sort of, uh, that's, I suppose it's, it used to be country style rock from Blackfoot. It's from the one album which they kind of changed their style and had a, well, a title which I'm not going to say on air. I can say it, it's clean, but it has a it has a very wrong meaning and I think I'd probably get to send died and they'll be allowed back on again. So we'll just have a wee bit. <laughs> off because he put the wrong fader up.
was a wee bit of Blackfoot, eventually, and a cover of Morning Dew, covered by the likes of Nazareth and various other folks. But tonight, we have had the Swampborn Assassins in playing a live acoustic set, and we have the members, plus their manager fee, sitting in here. I think it's the most people we've had in this wee studio for quite a while. Thank goodness the COVID has kind of receded. It's not going away, I know, but at least we can get out again. I feel, like, I feel a cough coming on. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're shutting down. That's it's the end of the show. <laughs> uh, I was just saying to you, Charlie, well, fair there. Uh, you're concentrating on the songs and stuff. Yeah. Uh, your manager's sitting in the background, so it's the ideal time to ask questions like this. Are there gigs lined up for later in the year? There are. There are. She says there are. Anything exciting? At the moment, at the moment, at the moment, working on it. So there you have, you have had it from the horse's mouth, so to speak. News to you, (laughs) (laughs) Charlie's booked a holiday. (laughs) 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 It's it's what was it? I know how it came about. I remember asking you way back, Charlie. Uh, And but it's a it's a a a strange concept in the fact that you all come from the Glasgow area, and it's a kind of southern rock style. But in saying that, the Grand Old Opry has been in. Glasgow for since the year dot, That's so there's a, a big time. thing for sort of like American South, South States uh-huh. music sort of thing. So in a way, it's not. I suppose that way. There's a lot of Scots in the Southern States, and I suppose that's where the sound comes from as it's, well. It's the Appalachian Mountains, and if that's how you pronounce it, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad Charlie there's said a lot that. Of Scots and Dutch there, so to, yeah, uh-huh. that thing. And I know you're quite theatrical. You're a big Sab fan. I never meant to ask you, but I know there was the bass player out of Sab played on some of your tracks in the early days. Chris, Chris, Chris Glenn, Chris, yes. Chris Glenn, I, he played on uh, Never Ever Never mm. on the first album. Um, it was good to, for him to come in and as long as you, as long as you fed and watered him, he'll, he'll do anything. <laughs> he's, he's, he's quite accommodating that way. Uh, but that was a big, uh, big thing for us, so that was great. And obviously we had Lincoln from... from uh, Sweden and doing doing the the lead guitar on that that track as well and it was stunning. Mm-hmm. Um, but young young Andy's keeping up with him. He's he's, he's, he's nailing it every time. So he's learning Norwegian as well just to find yeah, out. You can only order order a burger in Norwegian. <laughs> no, it's it's just the, the sad thing because I know. You have the top hat, you have the cane, you've got the big book as well. And that obviously what makes me think of Sab, thinking of yeah. the man himself. And with the Chris Glenn connection. Did you, did you ever play with the Party Boys, Charlie? I meant to ask you this last time. The Party Boys? Party Boys, way back when Chris Glenn was involved in that. I've, I've, I've actually got a recording of the Party Boys. In, what's the thing with Rutherglen they played? Uh, they, played they played over the south side, I'm sure. Just the, aye. Aye, and Dan McCaffrey. Uh-huh. The fish, I think, sang from as well. I've got, uh-huh. I've got a copy of that, but I never, I never did never, sing with them. I was did. far too young for that. For goodness <laughs> sake! Um, he might have been the youngest there, but he's <laughs> <laughs> far too young. I just wondered. It came to my head today when uh-huh. I was coming down the road. I was thinking it was about things it. like that inspired me. And uh, uh-huh. Obviously, I seen Alex Harvey, the the, the legendary yeah. uh, Christmas gig. Mm-hmm. Um, and that always stuck in my head, the theatric style. And you've got to entertain people. Oh, that's... Um, you just got to go and do, do your bit. And the guys concentrate mostly on getting, doing the, the fantastic guitar and, and 
um, um, instrumental stuff mm. that they do, and I just carry on in front of them <laughs> and have a laugh. So it's, it's good fun. <laughs> Craig, you were talking about your. You've got a slash T-shirt on. I said oh, yeah, you're, yeah. so you're obviously into that. But you said you're kind of into the slide guitar. Guitar, get that right. Sure, yeah. uh, is it classic rock that is your kind of thing? Is that and, and so is this? totally left field of this or is it just because you think it's a kind of just another genre of classic no, rock in a sense I, 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 I know an out classic rock guy you know, I'm the most unmetal guy you, you ever meet in your life <laughs> so there's no studs appearing so, so, there's no studs appearing you know, so my natural <laughs> talent so it's not the weekend I can't talk about it <laughs> <laughs> but no I'm definitely a classic a, a thoroughbred class, classic rock guy I grew up in Hendrix Floyd Zeppelin you know mm. sort of bands and you know that, that's really been Now I'm going to look over the monitor here uh, and I'll be back in a minute in two seconds. I'm just checking if he's got big fingers or long hands because I said to Charlie the last time he was in, most guitarists seem to have really big hands and Charlie, you've got quite small ones, is that why you play the harmonica? That's but I'm I just checking. <laughs> <laughs> he's, got, he's got big hands. <laughs> <laughs> because it fascinates me because I've watched Andy on stage and various guitars and the hands are going like this. And I've tried the guitar and I get about two chords out of it and two notes and I just can't get the strumming but that Andy, you need to tell me how to strum because it's just... I, I just don't, my brain doesn't fathom how you hold the note and you do this and it comes out a different sound each time you do this. Is it just a, a basic strum? I'm getting a lesson on here, this is great, carry on, Andy. Uh, Stand up, show us what you do. I, I, I should say, um, to learn anything new, if you do it for 20 minutes a day, every uh -huh. day, like you can't do it like for three hours on a Saturday and then no pick it up again. The rest right. of it, you just need to pick uh -huh. up every day. Every day and just, just go for it. Aye. So when did you start playing guitar, Andy? Uh, when I was about 14 in school. 14? I played the flute in, in second year because uh, I was the only is I was, it, I was it, the only one that could go into it properly. <laughs> uh, so I was like, I'll play the flute, and then I got to the age of fourteen and I started listening to like kind of rock and uh -huh. kind of punk stuff and all that. I was like, nah, I think uh, not a lot of flute bands out there, but certain, there are certain flute <laughs> bands out there. But I think I found guitar and uh, I was about fourteen. Fourteen, uh, fourteen. I, I suppose you've got to learn from the. I mean. I try. My, my son got a guitar and he, he was he was getting quite into it. And then the usual the wee pal at school that he played with disappeared, and so that was the end of the guitar. So I've got a guitar and an amp sitting in a room gathering dust. And I thought I'd try and pick it up, but it always fascinated me. I just watched these guys playing guitar, and I think it's depressing sometimes. <laughs> you guys make it look easy. <laughs> Go ahead, plug it in, John. <laughs> no, that might be worse, Charlie. I'll plug it in. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just wondered, does, were you of a similar age, Craig, when you started playing guitar? I was, yeah, a, a slightly different background. My, my, my mother's a piano teacher. Oh, In fact, she's uh -huh. just over the, the Cam Glen border in Kings Park. Is she? Yeah, oh. You're, you're talking about the Swamp Bonds and the Deep South. Uh -huh. So you are in the Deep South. south. You are the Deep South. These are false Southies. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my mother uh -huh. obviously encouraged me to play guitar, and I probably got to about um, so to play piano. And I think by the times I've been approaching my teens, I was sort of pushing back on that, and um, 
somebody got me a last Spanish guitar and I messed about with that for a while. And I can remember my dad's friend showed me how to do the, the Chonkberry 12 bar thing, mm -hmm. you know, sort of what, 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 one evening it was down and that sort of clicked, you know, sort of um, something for me. Um, and I really, 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 really wanted to actually play, you know, from then. Right. And then it's, from then it was all just 14, it was the middle of the sort of new wave of British heavy metal, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. sort of. Um, sort of like maiden sax and things like that you know at school mm -hmm. um, and then it's from there I probably went there and then came back a bit and settled on sort of ACDC and yeah, things so like that so, so I've always played it on and off you know sort of since I've been sort of you know sort of I think I said to Andy one of the times you were in with your sister, wasn't it? Your sister was in. It was, oh no, it was Alan was in with your sister. That's oh, what it is. Uh, I keep confused. That's right. And I said I had wanted a, I'd wanted a set of drums for my Christmas, and my mother wouldn't give me them, so she bought me a keyboard. And I thought, what the is that? <laughs> <laughs> and it sat in the corner and was never touched. Terribly ungrateful, I know, but. <laughs> I wanted a set of drums. I fancied, you fancied could still being Keith Moon. I could have hit it. I think she'd have hit me, Charlie. <laughs> 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 I'd have been running. No, it's just, it's just interesting here how early you are when you start playing. When did you start playing the movie, Charlie? I was, I was quite late. I was um, 83 when I was playing. <laughs> <laughs> what, age 83? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm not that old, folks. Um, I started playing away with my cover band, Easy Riders. Um, uh -huh. Doing the, the usual doors things and stuff like that. Uh -huh. and they want uh, one of the guitars. Say, well, why do we need to leave a Amity in there? So I just tried it and I just progressed from there. Just taught myself and uh -huh. so yeah, I admire everybody that can just pick up something and go for it. That's I think that's, that's, a, that's just, a, you've got a talent. Just sucking and that. blowing me. That's it. <laughs> and on that and note, thank you. We'll have another bit of music.
brand new metal from South Africa. Don't say we are not intercontinental on Cam Glenn Radio 107.9 FM. Tonight, it's Hidden Gems and Buried Treasures with the Swampborn Assassins. Live acoustic set earlier. If you didn't hear it, where were you? And we've now got the Swampies plus their manager fee in our little Studio One. It is very, very cosy. Well, we'll go back to talking to the guys and fee. And uh, <coughs> she's laughing in the background there. <laughs> she's almost, she's as quiet as Andy Paws, because Andy Paws is, for a man of many bands, you don't see a lot, Andy. You, I, <laughs> I'm mute. I'm Your love of music, obviously, Charlie, you've been around. I'll just say it's a wee bit longer than the other two gentlemen. Just a wee bit. Just a wee bit longer. <laughs> How do you keep it going? Because I've asked, asked this for a lot of artists. I spoke to the last remaining member of the suite whose name escapes me at the moment, that's terrible, and asked him why did he keep doing it. And he said to me, he says, well, what else would I do? He says, I've done it for so long. And he says, I used to work in a bank. He says, and I get fed up with that and turn to music. He says, so I've done nothing else for like 40, 50 years. But yourselves, because obviously Swampborn, like a lot of bands, you have day jobs, you've got other things going. <coughs> is this your release? Is this, is this your, is it the ultimate hobby? Like beat stamp collecting, hands down. <laughs> I don't have a day job. <laughs> I, I, I know, Charlie, you, you, you make me jealous because I know you're retired. <laughs> I didn't want to bring that up. <laughs> but, uh, Which is bliss. <laughs> but when you, when you were in employment, Charles, <laughs> uh, was this the kind of release that, that like, instead of going to football, you did this Even when, when, you're, when you go to your work. And, and you know, always the, the guys will probably say the same. When when I, when I was in my work, I always had headphones on, and when I was I was a decorator to trade and everything. But I was had headphones on, the radio was on, it was always blasting. Mm-hmm. So music was just part part of your life. And ever since I was a wee a wee bairn, I remember playing vinyl records. But that time it was well, these big thick things. <laughs> was that was that thirty? Was that thirty? Crank it up Seventy <laughs> I think it was Tell Me A Story. I think that was the one. That was, that was the one I, was, I played at mum, my mum and dad's house. But um, I, I remember playing records and I was a wee boy and um, uh, going to my uncle's and playing Fats Domino and stuff like that and really getting into the sub-bluesy stuff uh-huh. when, when I was even young. So I think it's just part of your life and it's part of your blood. So the gentleman on the other side, I keep thinking Andy's quite young, but I've got a sneak suspicion he's not as young as he looks. He just is a good hairstylist. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, were you a vinyl collector way back? Was, was records uh, out when you were wee, Andy? Me, this is a question. Uh, for me, he's on th- 35, so it's like... Um, oh, you're younger than that. Uh, oh, phew. Uh, Here, uh, you are uh, young. Uh, no, I just CDs for me. It was like, I mean, going to, like, obviously when I was going out of town and stuff, again, when uh-huh. like 13, 14... Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was getting into music and stuff, and it was, it was always CDs that I was buying. Um, and then, we bit later, like, when I was maybe 19 and stuff, I started, like, um, I got a record player and started getting vinyls just because it was bigger, and it's like, it's cool to get all these albums mm-hmm. that maybe came out, because everything I listened to is like 70s, 80s and stuff, so it's cool to like, buy these albums for like, places like Record Fair and stuff. Um, and there's a connection to the band, I mentioned it earlier, your sister is the other half of Alan Bell, the aye, bass guitarist, aye. isn't he? Yes, we had both of them in the studio as well. That was a good evening as well. Also, it's always good evening when the Swamp Peace come in because <laughs> we have some good chat <laughs> and really obscure things. <laughs> no, I remember going into, as you were talking about vinyl, Charlie, I remember going, Union Street was great. 
back in the day, you had umpteen record shops up and down that Union Street before oh, HMV and all that, and you used to go from listen to, listen. I, can't, I can't remember which Blue one, season. and all down, and it used to be going round everywhere, uh, try, trying to find trying to find the purple <laughs> version of some single <laughs> <laughs> that you couldn't find, then you end up going home with a white vinyl of it <laughs> instead. And I think that's lost on kids today. Well, younger people can't call them because that'd be. I think it's kind of coming back. Something. I think vinyl it costs so much these days to buy vinyl. Ah, it's, it's, um, I, and I think it's a, it's a shame because um, you, you know as well as was be used to go home and it was like a book. Uh-huh. You you read it for cover to cover and mm-hmm. backwards and then you get have posters with it and you'd put the posters up in your your wall. Mm-hmm. Albums were brilliant, especially the Gate Fall Sleeve and. I remember seeing Emerson Lake and Palmer live. It's a, a triple album. So I'm he, going to go to with this. <laughs> he was saying the Swampies were getting too proggy and he comes out, hits out with ELP. Big boy gave me it and ran away. <laughs> Talking of vinyl, would you be looking to bring anything for the Swampies out in vinyl as a special? I think I would love to try <coughs> just to put something out. Because um, I, I mean, your, your band logo would lend to that. Excellent. I've always said that your band logo is one of the things that kind of stands out. And a lot of bands, if they get the right thing, similar to the likes of the Cats in Space Down South, they've picked on a certain image and they can market that to the nth degree now. Yeah. So yeah. You, you have got the same kind of image. Would you think about well, doing vinyl? Yeah. I could see yeah. I could see big green vinyl with the Swampborn Assassin's logo in the middle. And fees. fees, fees. <laughs> I, I looked at green. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never say never. Never say never. No, I think that'd be fantastic. Because I think that's one thing. See if you saw that in the racks of HMV or whatever's left these days yeah. out there. I think I, I spoke to a guy. He's worked in HMV for years. He's probably no well known around the Glasgow Rock circuit. You see him every gig. But he works in HMV in Argyll Street. And there are other record shops out there just in case anybody wants to sue me. Uh, but he, they, they, they were closing down and they get taken over. I think it was by a Canadian company. And I went in one day. And I was talking to him and I went downstairs and they'd put all these vinyl racks out. And I was wondering about it and I'm saying to him, he says, he says, look for something. I says, no, I says, I'm just, it's, I'm reminiscing. He says, this is like going back to my teenage years. There's records <laughs> on shelves, <laughs> not CDs. <laughs> and I noticed the last time I was in it, which was just a couple of weeks ago, do you remember the wee pin badges like I have on my jacket? I have a Swampborn one here, if anybody wants to know. Uh, started, we did noise. <laughs> they've started selling them as well. And uh, I think that's, I mean, it's like I said to the guy at the counter, I says, I can't believe you're selling badges again. It's like going back 30, 40 years. I've got to think of what age I'm now to make sure I get the right, <laughs> right far back now. <laughs> but that kind of thing, your image lends to that. Even to the, the your image on stage, Charlie. I think it's a silhouette you and your throat. It's a whole, a whole thing, a whole. Um, it's a story. As, as, you, as, you know, as you probably have told you before, uh-huh. that there is a sort of concept going through each album. Yeah. About the swamps and the swamp born assassin and stuff like that, and the the, the logo really inspired us as well because that was Catherine Hetherman that done that, who done the, the logo for the Alex Harvey band, right. uh-huh. and done a lot of great paintings of Frankie Miller and stuff. So we were, we were really lucky getting her, and she made a tremendous job of it. And it's like Motorhead's logo. Yeah, um, it just stands it's, out. It's, it's iconic. It sells. Exactly. Yeah. And that, that sells a band, so I think, I think uh, we had to run with it. And But the, the music was there anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Catherine, but Catherine just nailed it. 
because it, it does stand out. It's, it's, it's brilliant yeah. on a t-shirt because right. you, you you can see if you MC one walking down the street, you can instantly recognise what band it is, and I think that is a big factor in yeah, that. Well, get, getting yourself known. Yeah, because you can have a right arty farty t-shirt that's got zigzags or whatever. And unless somebody's up right up against it, you might never know who the heck is. But you certainly don't do that when you see the Swampborn. So I think we'll stop for a wee bit more music. And let's see what we've got now. The sun on the meadow is summery warm. The stag in the forest runs free But gather together we'll meet The storm tomorrow belongs to me The branch of the linden is leafy and green has deserted the sea The world holds a promise That shines unseen Tomorrow belongs to me The bird in his cradle Is soundly asleep Sensational Alex Harvey Band and tomorrow belongs to me. Just for Charlie. See as he likes this app. There you are. We might do that. Maybe 
What's your favourite band, Andy? I played Heat earlier on because I know you were at the Heat gig. I was at many years ago when the guy climbed along the gutter at the ABC too. He was he, Eric Groning and he was. He's in the house. Did you manage to see him in schedule? Aye. You did? Ah, fantastic. <coughs> what you, your favourite band, favorite Greg? Band, well, I don't think I could pick one, but Hendrix, Sabbath, Led Zeppelin. Sabbath. <coughs> now, Sabbath, yeah. <laughs> have you been to see them? I've seen them, I've seen them a, a, a few times, yeah. Is, is it, are they meant to be that slow? And the reason I'm not meaning anything <laughs> bad about it, I went to see them on their last tour. And I actually was sitting there thinking, I was in the balcony, and I was sitting thinking, I could be sitting in my front room. Because the, it was it was the strangest concert I think I've ever been to. It was, it was, the, was that the AM tour? Yes. Yeah. And apologies to MD who didn't see it, I forgot to put one of the mics up there, so uh, if uh, this mic will probably pick up, so we should be alright, because as I said, you can put earphones on, but you can't, because we're so at such a small studio, I can hear you from the other side here, no problem. <laughs> I apologise for that, for to, to Craig there, and here's the, as he's waxing lyrical about Black Sabbath, <laughs> <laughs> and the spectrum of people that went to see them, guys with sticks, and young kids about six, there you go, that's all you need to know about that part. <laughs> But I agree with you. It was just, it was, but it was, it was an odd. It was just an odd concert. Yeah. No, as you see, it's, it's slow. That's a, that's a Sabbath trait. That's a Sabbath trait. Yeah. You know, and the thing when you try to play Black Sabbath as well, it's got to be slow. You've got to have that slow, that's sludgy, prob- you know, sort of. And there's a groove in there, and that's where a, a lot of the magic is. And you want to see um, slow Black Sabbath. Paris, 1972, or whatever. That's the slowest Sabbath ever. Because I was thinking, probably, I mean, it was in the Hydro, and I'm not a great fan of the Hydro. To me, it's far too, far too big. And when you're in the balcony, it's nice, a great view, but you're that far away, you end up watching the big screen behind it. That's... I remember talking to a girl I worked with many moons ago, and she she was older than me, and she was talking about Sabbath, and she says, ah, I remember Black Sabbath. She says, we used to sit in my house in my front room, stick it on the record player, and we'd all sit in a circle cross-legged and just nod our heads. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great Friday night. <laughs> I thought, and that's what, when I went to see them, I was thinking, I was expecting all these folks sitting on the floor. <laughs> but it didn't happen, so I was disappointed. Uh, right, we played heat, so I think we'll see, we'll see if we can find a bit of Sabbath before we go, because... Um, I'm just swinging it here. I like I like doing this sometimes. It, it changes things up if I can get this. Keeps you in your Exactly. Let's see if I can get the thing to actually work. It's not working. Why is it not working? Right, we'll just have to do it the old-fashioned way there as it's catching up with itself. Look for a bit of Black Sabbath in there. What would be your favourite band, Charlie? I know you like Sab, but I'm, I'm sure that's not your ultimate band that you... Um, <coughs> I was a huge Zeppelin fan. Zeppelin? Yeah, I loved, I loved Zeppelin. Um, I, I'm quite diverse when it when it comes to music. I play a lot of cl- like a lot of classical music as well, and mm-hmm. uh, country and folk sort of. Is that how it kind of mixes in with uh, the kind of country aspect into the? Ah, uh, yeah, there's, there's, there's that wee sort of uh, folky sort of aspects and 
uh, and, and some of the, the shotgun shells and whiskey and, that and uh-huh. stuff like that. Stuff. No, I've got, I've got a wee story about the uh, Led Zeppelin as well. First Led Zeppelin album I got, I actually nicked from my big cousin, but he didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> but he does now. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to see his record collection. You were getting a phone call him. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was out working, and my auntie said to me, ah, it's his records, you'll know one. I'm just going to pick right. whatever you want. So I came away with Zeppelin 3, so it's been in my <laughs> possession ever since. <laughs> you should do that with my brother. I've got lots of my brother's um, <laughs> albums as well, Crispy Stills, Nash and Young. Um, no, no, I haven't got them at all. Because <laughs> um, you'll, you'll probably be listening. Um, I've got some of them. Nah, it's, it's, it's funny. I mean, that's the thing. That's how you grew up with music. If you had an older brother or cousin or something like that. Yeah, that's how you, that's how you And I know the kids today, I mean, I, even my three, it's all online. You know, if, if it doesn't... I, my middle daughter, she'll buy vinyl. She's a bit like myself. She's got a record player and I'll buy vinyl. The other two, the oldest one and the youngest one, it's just all electronic. It's download. If if, if they even download, it's just Spotify or whatever. And there is a place for these things, but uh, to me, there's something lost. Yeah. If we would go back to the vinyl day, that's exactly uh, why I get into music because of vinyl. And the fee saying this, she used to go to the record shop in Bishop Briggs that was owned by the legend that is Mr. Tom Russell. That that's that's what gets you into music. Yeah. You go to these places, and the enthusiasm of the folks that used to be in the shops mm-hmm. was always there. I remember buying Guns N' Roses on cassette, the first album in Listen in Renfield Street, and I went to America and I was staying with a couple of friends, and they'd never heard of them. Now they lived in yeah. the West Coast, <laughs> but they were big over here. And one of them took the cassette off me and played it constantly. I was scared I wasn't going to get it back. <laughs> <laughs> I had to read the record player before I went home. But that, 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 but again, that was when you could go in and pick up things like that. I'd never really heard Guns N' Roses. Yeah. I read about them. Kerrang or whatever, or Sounds. And that you was used, a, used to flick through the albums to just look at the covers. Exactly. Is and the, and the, the loss of the music papers, like Sounds. I religiously bought Sounds every yep. week as a teenager. The melody Maker. And I used to hate that when it went in, and there was only Melody Maker and there was no Sounds, so... <laughs> I used to get real annoyed with the new changes when that wasn't there. But I, again, that, that was the kind of thing that kept you going. Well, I have found a Sabbath track, and I don't know if it's one of Craig's favourites, but it's going to get played anyway, so let's hear. (laughs) Fingers crossed.
fade, fade out Sabbath there as we come near to the end of the show. DJ GJ, I presume, is waiting patiently. I haven't seen him yet, but I'm sure he's in the building. And we will have a few last words with our guest tonight's Front Burner Sands. Talking about singing there, Andy says no, he doesn't want to sing up front because he's fee called him. Did he sound like something? I'm not going to say what she said. But <laughs> <laughs> Craig said he fancied it, but he doesn't seem up for it. Charlie. You've obviously been up for it because you are the front of the band. So, <laughs> can he say anything? Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> and, and Fee said, no, she's never going to do it. So, <laughs> so not going to happen. Uh, and probably folks here. are sick of hearing my voice anyway every Tuesday. But it's been an absolute pleasure, guys, for you to no, come in. Thanks so and much for that. Well. It's been a great crack. As I said earlier, I didn't plan any questions because I knew when every time I've spoken to you, we've had a good laugh. And it's been great chatting to you again and seeing live people and live music. All purchase. I look forward to the EP, Thank whatever you. it is you bring out. The green vinyl with the swampy thing. Fee, are you listening? Uh, we want <laughs> <laughs> we want this out. Even if it's an EP, it'll look quite cool. I'm no, all for I'm all for hard product EP? because That's digital so is not me. I'm of the age. No. It's all right for certain things, but never. Anyway, we better go before DJ GJ kicks me out the studio. And I think we'll finish up with a swampy song. We haven't played one for this hour. We had three in the first half, and this is He's going to make sure it definitely is because this system has a pong song for trip me up. This should be never, ever, never.